Hello and welcome to this podcast. This is Coach Lori talking to you. And we are starting a series on emotional training, or better known as emotional smarts, in which there is several components. Probably we're going to be looking at 16 to 18 uh, emotional components that should be tools of opportunity for athletes out there. Emotion is defined as how you feel each day and how you express those feelings. So on any given day, a young athlete might have as many as 55 separate emotions. Uh, This is a lot. And it's because chemicals in the brain are changing and fluctuating every day. That's a fancy word for they're going up and down every day. And over the years, uh, especially in teams uh, presentations as well as in the classroom, I've asked athletes if they could write down the number of emotions they've had at that particular time of day. And in the afternoon classes, I saw athletes just write and write and write and write the number of emotions that they had felt. I think when I show this list of emotions to a parent, they're a little bit in shock, thinking there might be just be basic, you know, three emotions, sad, mad, and glad. But for the teenager, they can range from frustration and anger on the negative side of things to euphoric, um, silly, happy, uh, gregarious, outgoing, crazy, wild um, energy. And then, of course, as we said, there's that, that opposite side. So, We have to look at emotional smarts as something that can be regulated um, but not taught. We can look at that successful people are generally, they have personalities that try to stay on the side of positive and they keep their eye on the prize. So being optimistic is um, a trained talent. I think it is. I And I constantly believe in a world that is somewhat 80 plus percent negative every day particularly for those people who look at a lot of newscasts they read the paper every second they're on the internet cross comparison um, that that type of behavior leads to feeling defeated depressed and negative just because simply everything that's reported to you is bad news So in our inner mind classrooms, we teach our athletes that they have to filter out a winning attitude. And part of that can go a long, long way when they look at their true emotional character. And when they let that take over, as I said, there's a range of emotions that can happen within, say, a competitive game for youth. So you might feel aggressive that day or you're feeling more ego involved. In other words, it's about you today and about how sensitive you are. Um, But basically what we're looking at is an emotional uh, pool of tools that will help you be resilient. And resiliency is that you just keep going no matter what happens. It's the grit and grind. There are some emotional components that long-term athletes when they maintain them they seem to be the ones that get the coaching opportunities or people are surrounding and supporting them try being a miserable unhappy arrogant self-orientated athlete and you will find yourself on a long long road 
to ups and downs within your sport. So really, true happiness is a journey, and it's kind of a fantasy, really, because none, none of us can stay happy 24 hours a day. The brain's daily chemical floodgates, as they open and close, will help you react to certain situations. But overall, being optimistic is seeing the bright spots in your performance and then moving on. Because really, when we talk about optimistic thought, um, the train never stops training. So let's talk about this in a realistic way. If you are in your own space with a pen and paper, you might want to jot a few things down. If you're listening to me about optimistic thought, uh, driving somewhere, be focused on your driving for sure, uh, but, but think again about my words. And my words will be very, very important, I think, overall, as we start this particular series on emotional health, emotional smarts. Um, I like to call these emotional contributors. So these are ones that you can learn to stay on that positive and more optimistic side by training the brain to only value what is positive for you and important and meaningful at that time. Too, too many of us take everything in. You know, the, as I told you, the world is negative. So for you to run around thinking that the sky is falling and that nobody wants you on a team, that you're not good enough, that you haven't trained hard enough, you don't show talent, uh, and the list goes on. So over 40 years, obviously, I have heard it all. I truly believe that optimistic thought starts out with what you wanted to try to accomplish today. Not tomorrow, not next week, not next month. And for you Olympic athletes that are listening, it's very, very hard for you to focus without thinking of your four years of training before you get an attempt to show sporting excellence to the nation and to the world. So if we take a day-to-day -day process of waking up each day and saying, let's try this one. Everything that comes out of my face today, I'm going to try to make those words more positive or self-reflecting. Uh, the second step I'm going to do is filter out what other people are saying and stop faking that you don't care what people think because you, you most likely do. And in this generation where you're looking at your phone every 10 seconds and comparing yourself to somebody, you probably do care what other people think. But let's do this. Let's narrow it down to what people think that is positive about you and what people think when they're supporting you, and what people say to you that is enriching and engaging for you, and that lifts you up and makes you feel important and special. That's the type of advice to take. The rest of the people that will be critical of you, they will want to downsize you, they will belittle you, bully you, um, these are the type of people that you don't have to spend much time with. Now, if you think about the tools that you need in the toolkit for emotional health, optimistic thought will be one of them. So instead of thinking something bad is going to happen, that you're going to lose or you're not going to play well or you're going to look stupid in front of everybody, 
Start thinking about what you do well and what you want to have happen in today's game or practice time or dry land or in the gym today. What are you going to try to accomplish and how can you get there? And even if you get there 50%, like these, like in the old days, I used to train a lot of bodybuilders and they used to tell me that they were going to give 110% in the gym and they're going to fly 200 pounds off their chest. And uh, I used to just roll my eyes and go, you know, could we just concentrate on a high cardiovascular rate fully stretched out and make some lifts with weights that are technically sound and yes I might say perfect as perfect motion as we can get it that that leads to positivity because once you conquer something that you've been trying to do for a while uh, you can imagine how you feel when you've accomplished that thing so I want you to take one of your favorite exercises in the gym that you like to use as an athlete and tell me what, where you're trying to go with that particular goal. So for many of you, you're doing core exercises. So let's get to the core of emotional health by saying, what do you need to do with your abdominal health? And how can you get that core strong and powerful enough that it helps you in performance? And you might say, well, i got to do a thousand sit-ups. And the answer is no. How about doing 10 perfect sit-ups in a controlled fashion with the proper breathing? And that'll probably take you further than doing a thousand of something that just doesn't look right. It's the same as an emotional health. How about finding that one thing? that you know you can keep your eye on the prize for that day, that hour in training. Stop thinking about the efficiency of doing something else and only focus on that skill. By narrowing it down, you're being very, very um, positional in your thinking. You're saying, if I can do this and I can do it well, then I probably tomorrow will be able to do that. To keep optimistic, you've got to know that this uh, particular exercise that you set out to do is going to be for your benefit. Now there's a lot of people who resist that. Think about the guy or the gal that says, I'm not doing any abdominal training. I hate abs. I'm not doing that. It hurts. Well, so does emotional training. Like it hurts because when you're feeding the brain negative responses and everything that you do, you think something terrible is going to happen then you will never try. You will continually to be worried, frustrated, disappointment, upset, and all of it. So we need to clear the decks here. If you're going to emotionally train, so this is your emotional smarts, your emotional capability, you have to talk to yourself every day. And those messages that you give yourself cannot be in comparison to somebody else. They can't be the result of a, of a coach belittling you or making you feel bad. They have to be about what you need and what you want today. So what do you need and what do you want? What do you need to tell yourself that's positive today? And what do you want out of that? And be realistic because you can immediately flip the switch and go to aggression self-orientation just think about yourself all the time 
But when you start to think positive about the world around you and you intentionally bring those emotions to the table, you will be surprised how people will respond to you. Now, a number of years ago, I got a very staid um, text response from somebody when I was talking about positivity, and they said, you know, you're full of crap because people cannot be positive all the time. When a negative emotion comes, you should be able to express it, and they just went on a rant. So by the time I finished reading this, I realized the individual was very much um, needing a license to be negative and to face aggressive anger moments. Um, but if you even think officially of an anger management course, human beings do have to manage that hormonal floodgate. They do have to manage anger. I'm not saying to suppress it to the point where you never get it out. You, you have to get it out and state that you're angry, but then solve. So you may go up to your best friend on your team and say, I was really angry about yesterday's play and frustrated because I told you to be on the right side and I was communicating to you well and you wouldn't listen. Now that sounds super negative. But obviously it's quite positive because you were saying exactly what your needs were and you were using something we call I language. I felt, I tried, I told you, and so on. You didn't point out exactly what they did wrong. You pointed out what happened with you. So to get out emotions and feelings is important, but at what cost? And so then I really position this talk to coaches. At what cost? You yelling and screaming and flipping out and throwing your clipboard and, you know, yelling at the referee. At, at what point is that going to be professional and strong? And at what point, what are you showing your team? Do you, do you think your team will be aggressive? And, and are they supposed to yell and scream and holler and do all these things? Or do you want a disciplined, well-oiled team that is respectful, strong, powerful, and dominates? So you can dominate too, but by having positive thoughts about yourself first, this is the starting gate. Uh, it's not like I don't care about your team, but you having positive thoughts about you and your performance is where optimistic thought comes from. To be optimistic means that you look on the positive side of what is happening. Yes, there will be negatives in the details, but you take away the positives more than you do the negatives. And if you can counterweight that by even being 50-50 positive, 50 negative, then fine to start with. How do you get that to 60-40, 70-30, And most high-ranked athletes that I have trained and know are about 80-20. Some are even higher, and those are exceptional people who have trained their brain to only look at what's positive in their life and to be grateful and appreciative to every opportunity that they have. And then later in life, when they do um, step away from professional sports, they become great business people, great teachers, great coaches, uh, news reporters, sportscasters. Uh, I can list a long, long uh, group of people that I've been involved in that go on to have really amazing lifestyles just because they took the time to be a more optimistic thinker. So I hope this has helped you a little bit thinking about who you are as a person. Obviously the words that come out of your mouth every day. 
So the super mental challenge for optimistic thought is, could you go 24 hours without saying one negative thing? Now, I put this out to my athletes years ago, and they found it difficult. They had to bite their lip a lot of times because they wanted to, you know, shout out about something or they wanted to beak off about some injustice or what have you. So, one, remind yourself that the world is a negative place when it comes to reporting news. Uh, two, remind yourself that you are the positive catalyst in it all. And if you encourage people strongly that are around you, you probably be more optimistic yourself. And three, this podcast title was called Game Face. So when you come out ready to play and you're positive and excited and looking forward to the fun challenge ahead, then normally it will turn out very, very well for you. And that will spill over onto all of your teammates or your coaches. And particularly for many of you where you might have a parent coach, it's super important that if you have athletics in your family, that you stay positive with each other. There's nothing worse than an overbearing coach, um, a parent who's overestimating or pushy, um, trying to live through your children and their sport. I want you to look at your own game face. So one, look in the mirror, and two, say for a 24-hour period in my life, in school, business, sports, ice, coaching, anything you have, can I stay positive for 24 hours and say positive things? I challenge you. It will be an extremely difficult task. And then email me at innermindsports at gmail.com and tell me how you did with Positivity Day as you put your game face on. This is Coach Lori signing off for today. And play safe and have fun.